Sword with a ready reason for Catholic Answers. Catholic.com. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. delight to uh, be back with you today on Wasting Our Faith. And in person, live in person here in Scottsdale, Arizona, we have none other than Ann Weiss. And thank you for joining us today on Wasting Our Faith. It's a great pleasure to be here. And our, our listeners journeyed with you a few years ago. And as we talked a couple weeks ago, when you went through quite an ordeal with your health, 
Yes. Tell us about that and yes. bring us up to date. Well, it was very unusual. I, I uh, suffered from migraine headaches my entire life, and I got a very bad headache. And I was actually caretaking my mother at the time. And I must have known something was wrong because I called one of my siblings to come and take care of her. Mm-hmm. And I called 911 to go uh, to the hospital. And of course, my husband as well. So um, fast forward uh, a month later, I wake up mm-hmm. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea where I was. And they were trying to put me in a thing called a posy pal. I guess they can zip you in this um, screened-in bed mm-hmm. uh, because they said I was a flight risk. Oh. And uh, <laughs> and I thought I, I a flight risk. I you know. And I'm questioning. Well, just about a minute later, I asked to use the restroom, and I look in the mirror, and my head's completely shaved. I have incisions all over my head. I had fallen, apparently. My entire face is black and blue and yellow. And I stared in the mirror and I had no idea who I was looking at. Hmm. And it was uh, like uh, the Twilight Zone. Hmm. And I looked at the orderly and I said, what day is it? And he told me and I realized that I had been there a month. Wow. And so I finally woke up, if you will, and um, then the journey began of I had an eye floating back and forth. I couldn't see. Uh, They never, you know, there were just physical things. Uh, My balance, um, my palate, which I have to laugh with COVID. Everybody's talking about how they can't taste anything, (laughs) but uh, that was me. Hmm. Um, it's it's improved a great deal since then. But I went into serious rehab, mm-hmm. and I couldn't do enough rehab mm-hmm. actually because I'm I'm a bit of a fighter. Yeah. So um, one of the things that I knew was important to me is I just wanted I wanted to sing again mm-hmm. and uh, play the piano again. Mm-hmm. And even though my vision was an issue, I um, did what I could, and I'm. A huge proponent now of music therapy. Mm. <laughs> um, I think it it does things to your brain. Absolutely, that, um, people don't appreciate mm-hmm. as much. So get those kids out there. They should all be learning music because it's yeah. it does things. So I I set out on a a very hard road back, mm-hmm. and uh, God's been amazing because I shouldn't be here. God has been amazing. He has just been amazing. Um, I want the listeners to, we want to take them back on a little bit of a, of a memory from some of the music that we've shared previously. And one of them is this song, and it's a big one. And you're going to kind of probably crack up that this is the one I'm using right now because of the time frame. We're in ordinary time. But Advent song. I love this. Like it's this when when you have now you've heard her story, you know, having this and it was a it was an aneurysm that actually I had an aneurysm this. that burst, so yeah. they call it uh, it's actually called a um it's like a brain stroke. Right. The, the aneurysm exploded. Yeah. In, in the, the brain. Yeah. So Yeah. So let's take a moment, we're gonna listen to Advent song so that you can hear just like wow what this woman (laughs) was doing prior. And we're gonna come back and talk about this in just a minute. 
Deadman song. Obviously, we hear a hint of melodies and, and words that are familiar to us, but then those pieces that you wrote in between. Um, I wanted to take the readings of that cycle, and so each verse is the Sunday of that cycle. And I wanted to focus on that, so that was an, a gathering song for each week of Advent for that cycle. And I wanted to include something very familiar to them because who doesn't want O Come, O Come, Emmanuel? Right. Everybody wants O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Right. And I just love the sense of rejoice. Rejoice, rejoice. And so it tells a story. I like lyrics that tell a story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so um, I love doing the, the timpani with that, having the drums uh, that give it that, that heart, that beat. Uh, almost more of a Middle Eastern feel um, that spoke to me. So that's how that came about. Yeah, that's I beautiful. wanted something different than O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, but something that incorporated it. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. I think it's one of my favorites. Well, good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. And I, and I know our listeners got to hear that during the Advent season. And, uh, and, and of course, being a liturgical musician, for mm -hmm. how many years of your life have you been a mu music minister within the church a minister within the church about 32 years yeah 32 years 30 30 of them as a director mm -hmm. i was a volunteer mm -hmm. like many are mm -hmm. and get bit by the bug and meet <laughs> meet the most wonderful people and you realize that i want to spend more time with yeah. these people yeah and the more i learned because i the, my first job in the church i knew nothing about liturgy mm -hmm. nothing at all <laughs> And I had a laugh because the uh, priest that hired me said, well, if I had to listen to a voice every Mass, it might, have well, might as well be yours. Oh. <laughs> and I laughed and I laughed. And, um, and I just said, you know, I, I can run a music program. I have a music degree and I'm, I know what I'm doing with that. But I said, I have no idea about anything else. But I will learn. Right. So I started in those days. They had um, classes within the diocese. Mm -hmm. I went to every convention, every you know congress, whatever, uh, just to learn different things. Oh, and beautiful. I just got set on fire. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's obvious in in the writing. It's obvious that there's a deep heart, not just in the liturgy, but as we were saying a minute ago, my husband Kurt is a proponent that what we hear outside of church should draw us back to what we've experienced there. And so the the song that you wrote in your arms, this is one of those. I mean, it's one of those that you can, I mean, you can hear it. Tell us your writing experience of that one. Um, wow, that came out in a very, um, a very kind of a dark time of my life. I had some very sick, I should say, um, unfortunate relationships. Mm -hmm. um, and... I felt kind of worthless. I think some people feel like, what am I here for? What am I doing? Um, I felt very unfocused in my life and in my relationships. And I, another moment with a migraine headache, um, found myself just wanting to end it all. Mm -hmm. Seriously, end it all. Just, I can't take this pain anymore. Mm -hmm. This is horrible. Um, and I remember getting on my knees and just saying, God, can you please help me through this? Mm -hmm. And I will 
I will follow you. I will follow you. I will do what you need me to do. Yeah. But show me how to do this because I, I don't know how to do this yeah. on my own. Yeah. And I did feel a enormous, this is the important part of this, mm -hmm. it was like all of the heaviness of my life just lifted in that exact moment. And that's where it said in your arms, that's where I found, that's where I found everything. Mm -hmm. No matter what happens, no matter who I marry, no matter what children I bring into the world, this is the love that's going to see me through my life. Oh. This is the love, yeah. those arms of God, yeah. no matter what else happens yeah. in your lives. Wherever you are listening, lay every concern, everything you're going through into the arms of our Savior, as Anne Weiss sings for us now, in your arms. All my life, I wondered where I'd find the peace to set me I wondered where I'd find the strength to just be me All my life I searched for something new All the while not knowing I'd become
I love that. Um, there's, yeah, that was a really, um, yeah. wow. And that one just flowed out of me that day because I just thought, you know, this is where I, this is where I need, this is where I need to go. Mm -hmm. And all the other concerts I did with that particular song, I, that was the one that people always came up and just said, I needed to hear that. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's that openness, it's hearing the Lord speak. Um, I want to do, I want to do a live one now. Um, so the live one, lead me where you need me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that came out of COVID. Oh my gosh. You know, talk about giving it all to the Lord. We were just saying, what was something positive that came out of it? What, you know, obviously it's far too many negatives. Tell right. us about this one. It came out of COVID because of COVID, you know, I, I had to retire for health reasons. And I, I think like every retired person struggles with what's their next chapter? What are they capable of doing? Um, you know, are we still worthy? Are we still useful? <laughs> and I see this in a lot of, a lot of older people and I thought, Oh, I'm one of those now. <laughs> so, um, so I bicycle a lot and I bike many places more, much more than using my car. And every time I get on my bike, there's music in my head and somewhere along the bike path here in Scottsdale, I was like, God, just lead me where you need me. Mm -hmm. Just show me, show me what I need to do because I have, I still have gifts. I feel oh my I would like to, to honor, and especially after the stroke, I'm very focused on trying to be present to things that I normally would have just blown off. Mm -hmm. And I just said, lead me where you need me, you know, show me the way. And I whipped out my phone <laughs> and it just all came out. I was like, I'm not paying attention. So if you hear the, 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 the lyrics, you know, it's, you know, I'm not doing these things. Right. Why am I not paying attention? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So lead me where you need me because I'll go. Okay, let's take a listen <laughs> wherever you are joining us from today. And Anne is here in my house and my, my humble abode here in Scottsdale, but you're going to hear this, this lovely piece, one of the gifts that came out of a time of, uh, of quiet tribulation, I think. Yeah. So, uh, from Anne Weiss, Lead Me Where You Need Me. <laughs> Days that I've left forgiveness of heart, Lord. 
This one I had not heard before, um, and this is beautiful, the serenity prayer. I mean, we all know the serenity prayer, but I think now more than ever before, it's something that needs to be shared. Um, Tell us about this one. I have always been a prayer of the serenity prayer. There's that sense of saying to God, how do you how do you give that much trust <laughs> to say it's almost a lead me where you need me but it's that serenity prayer of saying god help me just to do the things that i know that i'm capable of doing mm-hmm. because i know i can't fix it all and there are some of us who are like fixers all the time <laughs> and i've had to back off because i'm i'm i like to be in control it's not one of my best gifts, um, but to learn to say, um, you know what, God, I'm going to trust you on this, and I'm going to back off. I'm nice. going to back off. Nice. Um, because many of us, and, and I think that's this COVID time, everybody wants to be like in charge of things. Everybody wants to control things. And I think that the lesson here is that we are not in control and we're supposed to turn that over and as hard as that is Mm -hmm. um, and especially with the experiences I've had Mm -hmm. um, turning it over is the only way to go yeah it's the only way again um, it's just such a, a privilege to have Anne with us here live and in person. And and again, wherever you are listening today, those things that are hard to let go of, so many times it's the, the things that we are personally dealing with. So many times it's our loved ones. We see a loved one maybe taking a path that we know is gonna be dangerous for them, bad for them. And yet we know that it is that ultimate presence of God handing it over to him and letting it go that we're going to find that peace and the serenity. So, from Anne Weiss, Serenity Prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change the courage to change the things I can And the wisdom to know the difference Here in this life I choose to be 
She's she's saying I I still have gifts to offer. <laughs> Boy, does she ever still have gifts to offer! Um, one of the things that my listeners don't know mm-hmm. is that recently I did take a position as part time director of liturgical music in our home parish of, of Blessed Sacrament here in Scottsdale. Um, it's a joy to still be able to go on the weekends, but there is not another person on this planet. There and well, there are two people on this planet. <laughs> uh, you and Jim. Uh, who I trust leaving my little flock with. And it's such a joy to know that when I go out to the different places around the country to continue doing the the missions and and conferences, that it's I see our lives as people in music, people in liturgy, people directing. Mm -hmm. We, We belong to this little tapestry, and each one of us is this thread, and together we make up this lovely this lovely tapestry of the face of God. You know, we look on one side and we see his face. And if we turn it backwards, we see all of our faces together, just serving the Lord and, and loving Hopefully. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. It's not everywhere. But yeah. It's been an absolute um, yeah. gift and an honor for me to, to help out wow. at Blessed Sacrament. Our, our community is blessed by you for sure. And the one of the things that you bring um, beautifully where you go are the different psalms. And the settings of the songs, and oh my goodness! So, uh, gosh, I want to go to Psalm one thirty eight, in the sight of the angels. And again, this one we're we're just kind of hearing that lovely piano in your voice together as you sing it for us. But this one, personally, let's let's talk through this one a little bit. You know, the Psalms. um, Surprisingly enough, through my career, I felt a connection with the book of psalms and i think it was just the beauty 
uh, the the grace, the the lines, the lyrical lines. Because as a vocalist, that's my meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I look at something, and I'm gauging lyrically. Mm-hmm. How is that touching me, and what can I do with that line to communicate that text to whoever the listener is? Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's. Um, so when I hear the Psalms, and then there were some Psalms where I was just kind of bored with doing the same ones all the time. <laughs> so I was like, well, I think I can write something a little bit better, than, you know, not necessarily really better, but saying, I think I can do this. Right. And then I was at a retreat one time and a spiritual uh, director came up to me and he took one look at me and he said, you're supposed to be writing the Psalms. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of went, whoa. Uh, Funny you should mention that. <laughs> and uh, I've been writing them ever since. So there's something about sitting down with one and like in the sight of the angels, which is coming up here. Um, I actually never wrote that out. I just sang that uh, to myself. And I thought, this is it. I, I'm going to be doing this. And um, I will just sing the Psalms forever. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, Psalm 138, in the sight of the angels. Oh 
just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith. I am your host, Catholic recording artist, author, and mission presenter, Julie Carrick. It is always such a privilege to spend this hour with you. Now, for information about Anne Weiss and all of the artists whose music and ministry we share each and every week on the program, please visit wesingourfaith.org. We sing our faith.org. That's the site. And at that site, we will have a link for Anne Weiss music. So you'll be able to click right on that link and, and learn more about her and her ministry. And of course, the toll free number that you can call with your prayer requests. And for more information is 1 880 music. Now, as we continue with Anne today. Um, I want to go to the song, and again, this I'm, I feel like we're kind of jumping back and forth a little bit between the different seasons of the church, uh-huh. but with Advent, and now we are in ordinary time briefly, then we will have, of course, you know, Lent and then Easter. I love Easter. I love the <laughs> Easter season. Love Easter. I'm uh-huh. such an hallelujah girl. But, um, but the song, How We Wait For You. That's another one of my favorites of yours. Let's yeah, go to that one for a minute. For you. Well, yeah. it was Cycle B, as I recall. And um, I just felt, I wa- again, I was going to the readings of the church. And if you look at Cycle B, <laughs> all the Gospels of Cycle B, that's what all of those verses are. So they would be um, featured each week. And then we would add on each week. So you'd have one and two or, you know, however it would go. But um, I have to say that it's one of the songs I'm the proudest of because there's not a single choir I haven't had that loves that song. <laughs> and um, and they just sing the heck out of it. And then there's nothing better, frankly, mm-hmm. Julie, than hearing an entire congregation singing something that you've written. It's yeah. very exciting. And that's one of them that they they requested every year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, how we wait for you with Anne Weiss. There's a sign in 
to go to another one of my favorites. Am I saying that too much? These are all my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you have some favorites. <laughs> it's, you know, know, it's really funny. So many times I am, I'm, you know, because I am a composer, I am a, a musician, so many times people will come up and they'll say, now, who is your favorite composer? It's kind of like, well, if you own Ford Motor Company, um, am I going to say it's a Buick? Or, you know, yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's kind of funny. So, but... But there are the joy that I've had in my life, and especially with doing this program and We Sing Our Faith, it is such a joy to get to meet other composers mm -hmm. and to hear their hearts. Because I know as you went through what you went through in your life physically, and then to come out the other side of that, and not to just still be singing, but to be singing to the level that you are singing and playing to the level that you are playing. I mean, one of my greatest joys was coming into my home parish and hearing you playing and singing and you know hearing this incredible voice oh, and really and I sweet. thought what a what a great delight and and honestly when when we have those interactions with each other I think that is one of the greatest gifts is that the Lord speaks to us through each other through our music through the ministry and I think if I hadn't heard you singing there that day I would not have been open to the Lord tapping me on the shoulder to say even consider part-time, like do something for your home parish. Mm -hmm. And so, first of all, that. And then secondly, just the beauty of, of knowing that a life has been spent so well in service of the Lord with the gifts that you're using for Him. Well, you know, I hear you say that, but then I'm, you know, every day I wake up and I'm like, oh, what else should I be doing? There's something else I should be doing. <laughs> And then most of the time, though, I wake up and I'm just grateful I have another day, right? Um, because I have a lot of things holding my brain together, and uh, I just I feel like I have limited time. Mm -hmm. um, so every day is a gift. My marriage is a gift. Mm -hmm. Our son, um, just the uh, you know family, home, and God, like my father used to say. Mm -hmm. um, but that is foremost. And then if I open my mouth and I can still sing, because I, I know right. as I get older, this will not last. Mm -hmm. And I've already told some friends they're given, they're given a code <laughs> because I don't want to be the person who stayed on too long at the party. Um, I, I, I want to make sure that I, I go out at a, at a good time because I know that I hear the vibrato in my voice. and. Right. Um, and we're all going to be there. Yep. So um, I'm just grateful. Yeah. Every day. Well, that's leading us to the next song, and that is "Give the Lord Glory and Honor." Oh yes. <laughs> I love this piece. I do too. Tell us. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know, I, I, you'd think there's a little part of me that was black. I love gospel music. Yeah. And it just speaks to me, and. Um, I just heard this line for this psalm, and I thought, ah, I don't know if my pastor is going to go freak out when he hears right. this. <laughs> he didn't, thank goodness, because everybody just loved it, especially the choir. And I had the most exciting experience in the studio with this piece, because the um, producer brought in a gospel ensemble. Oh, nice. And they just swayed in the theater, in the theater, swayed in the studio, and just sang the heck out of it. And I was so excited. 
<laughs> I love this. I love this. Well, as you as you hear it, the the little refrain portion of it, give the Lord glory and honor. You're going to want to sing along with this one because <laughs> everyone who hears it does. So wherever you are listening today, don't just listen. Let's sing together with Anne as she sings now. Yes. Give the Lord glory and honor. Give the Lord glory and honor. Give the Lord glory and praise. Give the Lord glory and honor. Glory and honor to the
So there, there is something about that too with the studio. That to me was one of the, the greatest gifts, but it also caused me to have to really let go more than I have ever let go. <laughs> You know, that's the hard part. You you know, you write one of your songs and they're kind of like our little babies, you know. Um, I learned after years, though, I, I did learn after a number of years. And one of my one of my good friends, who's also a, a composer and artist, many of you know, John Talbot. And John was the one who taught me how to let go that he said, no, okay. if you'll write a song every day you're going to realize that some of your songs are great and some of them are little happy sounds that you're making between you and the Lord. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put that. <laughs> he said, they're not all intended to be recorded and shared with the masses, but they all make a joyful noise to the Lord. And so I remember going into the studio for my second record and it was then that I had to let go and, and to be able to say, Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as I love to play at the piano, and I have this beautiful instrument sitting here, my husband, he's, he's such a sweetheart, I play at the piano. You know, I, my first instrument was flute, and it be, it, because of that, I became right ear dominant. So I actually play the flute better than any other instrument. Ex- oh, wow, yeah, I had ex- no idea. Except my singing. I think that's the greatest yes. instrument that God has given. But, but it's really interesting when you see how other people bring their gifts forward. And so to have some of the session players, like the pianists and the guitarists right. and the percussionists and string players and, you know, all the woodwinds and, and all of these beautiful people who each one of them has been gifted exactly like God has gifted us. And I love that image of the body of Christ, that as we come together, you know, we have hands and feet and eyes and ears and tongues and what, I mean, we have all of these beautiful gifts that God has given us. But if each one of us stays in our own little island, we never bring that gift together. Yeah, it's really important. Yeah. Very important for all of us to be together. Yeah. And so that gift of that gift of self that you have given over the years, the gift of your music, the gift of your writing, and the gift of the humility to serve. I mean, it's so funny. Again, people will come into a church or they'll come into a a concert hall or wherever music is being shared and there's this idea that somehow the person on the stage or the person in that music area is elevated when in fact we are this we get to be the servant hearts you know we get to be the people Mm -hmm. that serve those who then lift the voice to the Lord and in that song give the Lord glory and honor I think that's what we're hearing when people want to sing along or you know the other ones that have been the the favorites is you you allow them their voice to sing right. praise to the Lord. So we have just about yeah. a minute to wrap up. Oh. What are your um, what are your plans? I mean, are you still writing? How about those psalms? How many? Uh, yeah, where can I am we get still more writing. Of those? <laughs> They're still coming. They come out all the time. <laughs> I love that. Um, but uh, I, I I am still writing. But what it really is is like I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. something's in my head, and then I go write it down. I did buy a new keyboard so I can put my headphones on and not bother anybody in the middle of the night. Um, I'm still writing, but it's not like for mass consumption. I've been just writing things and um, really appreciate the fact that I'm still functioning. Right. (laughs) And uh, for however however long that is. So... um, Every day I get up and I think, oh, I get to sing today yeah. is a great day. Right, right. And there isn't a single parish I haven't been at where 
I show up and it's I am just so thrilled to be there for somebody, to be there for a family, for a funeral, for a wedding, um, and just mass. Right. Uh, I want to see the smiles. I want to see people come to liturgy, to be lifted up, to have a sense of God's goodness in that space, in that time, in that moment that leads them through the rest of the week. Amen. You know? Well, I want to say thank you for taking the time. Thank and, you for inviting me. Oh my goodness, I'm delighted. And listeners, what a what a beautiful joy to know that this incredible woman, who we had the privilege of <laughs> praying for a few years ago, um, it worked. It worked. <laughs> this this is an answer to prayer. And so, as we bring these prayers to the Lord, as you send your prayer intentions in, and our team gets to pray with them each and every day in our various holy hours and masses and rosaries and all the devotions that we have and just those one-on-one moments with Jesus, um, prayers are answered. And so we want to say thank you from the bottom of our hearts for the all of the prayers that you have prayed and those that you send in. And uh, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Your 24-hour-a-day source of Catholic inspiration. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. KTH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, and the participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. The Office of Vocations in the Diocese of Dallas invites all junior and senior high school girls for a Marian dinner on Tuesday, February 15th at 6.30 p.m. Please join Father Paul Bechter, the Director of Vocations, and Religious Sisters and Consecrated Women of various communities to discover the happiness behind living a life dedicated to God. The evening includes Mass, Dinner, prayer, testimonies, and presentations on vocations for women. To register, visit dallasvocations.org. Para Car Care is a proud sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Here at Para Car Care, we are devoted to automotive maintenance and repairs for today's family on the go. Are you looking for that personal touch? Someone who will listen to your problem and give you options that are manageable for you? We now have two locations to serve you. For the Euless area, 817 685 and for the North Richland Hills area, 817-281-1388. We're on the web at parcarcare.com. Thank you and drive safely. So you're driving to work while listening to Catholic Drive Time. But you're not just driving any car. You're driving a midnight black 2022 GLA 250. Make 2022 your year by supporting the GRN and possibly winning a GLA 250 by going to grnonline.com and buying five tickets for $100 or $25 for one. Raffle ends February 21st and you must be 18 or older to participate. 
Are you a small company in need of tech support? Do you have technical issues that come up and you don't know what to do? Does your church need guidance with live streaming? I am Charles Gura, a parishioner at St. Catherine of Siena Parish in Carrollton and a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Whether it's making sure computers are updated or they are backed up, ProMultis can provide these and other services. We can be reached at 214-702-6996 or online at pro-multis.com. That's P-R-O-M-U-L-T-I-S.com. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, 